Right here on 104.9 The Horn. Yes, we can explain the music. It is a new theme Thursday. That's when Patrick the Idillionaire takes songs uh, that are supposed to provide clues and hints to hearts and eyes to what the new theme of the day is. And it's International Kissing Day. So every song references kissing, smooching in some way, form, or fashion. So, <laughs> and, exactly. and side note, this movie also from the Batman, Batman Forever soundtrack. soundtrack. That's I right. Remember, the yeah. same one as a U2 song. They're both on the Batman this Forever soundtrack. This was a soundtrack. weird song to put on the Batman Forever soundtrack. Apparently, they like kissing in Batman Forever. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they did. But I, I mean, Batman's soundtracks, I don't think ever got as, I don't know if it's absurd or just as crazy and obtuse as it did when Prince was trying to basically bang Kim Basinger, right? Is that who it was? Yeah, who was in the yeah, Batman yeah. Movie? It was Kim So he basically Basinger. made the, a damn soundtrack for the Batman movie because he was like, hey, I want to spend time with this lady and I'd love to get it on with her. Might as well make some music for the movie while I'm here. Yep. Beautiful. Smart move. We'll do the Bat Dance. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, it was so absurd. There's like, a weird what? Joker one with Jack Nicholson cut into it. Yeah, it's yes, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, some weird ones in that. Oh, man. There you go. Yeah. Some good stuff, but yeah, some weird stuff in there, too. Hey, man, that's what it's all about. <laughs> this is the weird Batman days, anyway. Like I said, Batman went through a weird transition from being the very cartoonish kind of character of Batman that started with Adam West and the Bam Zip Wham yep, yep. Uh, and then now it's all dark I'll and mysterious and brooding yeah so but now with Batman Joker was a joke he was literally a jokester and he would mm-hmm. laugh and crack jokes and they would dance and they would break out into song and stuff randomly. Now, now Batman is way too serious for that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's so, not messing around. Someone's yeah. got you got to bring it back, guys. Let's make it fun again. I don't make know Batman they, fun again. They can't do it. It'd <laughs> yeah, be like can. it'd be like rap trying to go back to Will Smith. Like you can't go back to that fun loving good nature oh, hip hop. I think pace in the box. Yeah, after after gangster rap, you can't go back. Like, uh, you can go back. You can go back now. Where's Where's the hip hop that is that good nature? No, no, I don't think know if you can do it with hip hop. Uh, Batman, you can, but you can do it with Batman. Ooh, I, even a car, you ever watched the Batman cartoons now? I even know they are dark. Like yeah. they're dark and like, they're, mm-hmm. nobody goes to the old school good uh, nature kind of fun loving Batman characters where it was they had these comedic like breaks within the construct of the plot. Yeah. Even even when Michael Keaton was Batman, he would crack jokes. There were jokes in that. Yeah. Even uh, Jack Nicholson, he was cracking jokes as the Joker. Now, no jokes. Just murder. <laughs> yeah. They don't even let the, the bad guys have weird one-liners. Nah, not anymore. No. Bane had a couple, but it, it wasn't meant to be no, funny. No, no, no. It was not. But it wasn't chill out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except by Mr. Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> that was when we got on a sports <laughs> to play Mr. Freeze. Yeah. That's right. That Mr. was great. Freeze. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, okay. There you Go. Enough of uh, that stuff. Thanks for my man Patrick for the musically themed days of the week. All right, gentlemen, let's talk NBA. Let's before we get into the Victor Wenbenyama, Britney Spears, Vegas controversy, and their mm-hmm. updates. So we'll get you caught up with all that stuff. Uh, let's talk about some actual NBA uh, free agency stuff here before we get back into the Wimby effect because the Wimby effect is uh, right now. It's all anybody can talk about in the NBA, and he will be making his debut tomorrow night in the summer league. But the, the latest in the Dame Lillard um, sweepstakes, I should say, now that he's requested a trade out of Portland, 
is that the Celtics seem to be coming up a lot more. The name of the Celtics coming up a lot more with Dame Lillard. Mm. Could the Celtics have enough well, assets? They got stuff they can trade. Well, the report that came out today was that Dame Lillard's agent has called every other team that's interested, or they've called him, he has said, and he has basically told them if you get him, he's not playing. He is only playing for Miami. Might as well not call it. Wow. We're going to go force him to give us two draft picks and Tyler Hero. We're going to screw over a fan base because, <laughs> because Dame wants what Dame wants. And you, there is no fair play. Pat Riley is clearly tampered in this, has told them to do this so that he gets a player for nothing. Like this, It's just this whole screwy situation. If I'm Adam Silver, I'm pissed off right now. Tampering does not exist. Tampering yeah. does not exist. <laughs> it's on the books, but it yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> it, but he, they did. Uh, <laughs> because No, because you know when you go, hey, you want to come here. If you want, really want to come here, we can't match any deals. So you have to tell other teams you will not play anywhere but here. So you get your $70 million a year, and you get to play where you want to go to the, def- the t- defending Eastern Conference champions. Wow. And the people wonder why. And then and then people aren't mad at Dame for this for and some reason. And he doesn't reason. have a yeah, – it, that's crazy. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's what I don't He's get. turning into a villain a little bit. Yeah, with because thing. they're yeah. like, well, you know, they didn't try. Like, they did try. There's a small market team. Like, LeBron played 11 years in Cleveland, brought stars to Cleveland because he recruited them. They never recruited anybody to Portland. They never – I like yeah. – I. I get all this stuff that you said he did everything, but basically he would be like, hey, guys, you need to go spend like $80 million on my friend and then go get me a big star. And then they spend $80 million on a friend. They're like, we don't have money for the big star because we brought your friend in. And he goes, oh, well, you guys aren't doing enough. You're like, this is not how life works. Right. Man, what's the recourse for Portland? I mean, what, you know, if he says, oh, I'm not, not going to play for anybody except for the team you trade me. I, I, I that tell him, I, I tell him cool, I send him home, and I, and I sue him in court. I That's know, what I, I I know. I was like, so what is They have no recourse because, other than that. Because you do that, and you go, look, I, I think Dame will play basketball. I think he will. I think this is an agent going further to make it playing the deal he wants. Yeah. Because he wants to go to the team he wants to and does it. For, I, still, this only team that makes sense to trade him to for me is Utah. Brooklyn is a fallback because they have picks, and picks are what you really want. You want to get as many picks and pick swaps as you can. Because those are those are what's going to give you value in the future. I know they they just matched Matisse Tybel from the Mavs, yeah. So that would tell you that they still want to be competitive and they're not tanking. They got Scoot Henderson. It means that they don't want to be a bottom three team next mm-hmm. year. So that's where Philadelphia and Tyrese Maxey makes a little bit more sense. But I don't know if Philly has the picks and everything to make it work. Brooklyn, because of they just made that trade uh, for Kevin Durant, at least has Phoenix picks they can throw in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean the Jazz clearly makes the most sense. They have young players and they have a lot of picks. That that to me makes the most sense. I, I and it gives him a chance to win too. I think in Miami you're like you're also talking about guys that are on the back end of their career other than Bam. Like Bam Adebayo is going to be awesome. Yes, and you'll get two, three, two more years of Jimmy like this. But maybe. Jimmy Butler and, and yeah. Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard, him and Jimmy are on the same clock, kinda. Yeah, and well, it's not just clock, me. but it's injury clocks now too. Mm-hmm. Can you play a full season? Can you be healthy at the right time? I mean, I get what he wants. That's not how life works. Yeah. And it's very frustrating when somebody signs the deal, takes the money. Because if you want to go in free agency, I'm fine with it. I get it. That's your choice. That's how the system works. But to completely break the system because you suffered in for 11 years in Portland is is just crazy. I know, and I thought it was it's crazy that he didn't have a no-trade clause or wasn't able to negotiate one. I guess if you play this kind of, if you negotiate with these tactics, you don't need a no-trade clause. Yeah. He's basically got his own de facto no-trade clause saying, I'm not going to play for anybody except for the team, y'all, that I want to be traded to. Yeah, and, and I'll get, like, it's a no-trade clause, there's basically. a thing, you get mad at Bradley Beal as well. The difference is Bradley Beal doesn't have trade value the same way, so they could have gotten maybe another pick for him, but at the same part, they really wanted to move off that contract. 
So yeah. there was something in it where they wanted to move on in Washington. They were like, look, we, we shouldn't have signed that deal. That was our mistake. We'll, we'll figure this out. And so Bradley Beal did hold him a bit hostage because he had that no-trade clause that they gave him for God knows what reason. Uh, but remember, Dame, Bradley Beal was picked in the same draft as Dame Lillard. Yes. And both of them had this year are done. So 11 years, 11 seasons is roughly how long it takes for a loyal guy to not be loyal anymore. That's what we found yeah. out. And I well, think I mean, that's, that's, I think that's enough time. To see if you can <laughs> yeah, build a championship exactly. around me, yes. No, but I, yeah. no, and I get it. I, yeah. I get it. But I think you could have, before you both of them signed that last contract, said, I've been miserable for nine years. Yeah, exactly. This is Dame, Lewis. This is Dame Lewis' fault because he was too loyal and stuck around no, too no, long. No, 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 no. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah, it's it not is. that he's too loyal. It's that that money is very different. No, no, no. He should he should, have, he should have not have signed that contract. This hardball negotiation should have taken place before he signed this brand new deal. Like yes. I said, it is the woman or man who you've been dating who knew they wanted to break up with you a year ago and still signed a damn lease with you for a new place for three years and you're like and then breaks up when you're like what, why can you do that before you sign the damn lease you knew you wanted to break up me that's damn little they little knew this was happening we that's, all knew this was happening no but that's the thing is the way the cba got rewritten a few years back was <laughs> hey we're having trouble keeping stars in smaller markets and they said we will make a deal so you can give them more money than anybody else so it's an incentive for them to stay and what we have seen now is the new MO is I will sign that contract, wait one season, and ask out. Yep. So I want all of that money because if I leave, I will make forty, fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollars or sixty million dollars less. So if I leave, I'll lose that money. And I'm too greedy to give up that money to get what I want. So I want my cake and I want to eat it too. And I just think if you continue to let that happen, this is the future of the NBA. Everyone will sign that contract and ask out. Every single like at least 80% of people will and, sign that but, big contract, like, demand a trade, say you cannot include any of the best players, and I want to go to But like work. I said, what's the recourse for the team? Send them home. I know, but then you get the reputation yeah. as a team that is not player-friendly. Who's going to Portland anyway? But I know, myself, you, you, and you, you add still to it. Then you get, to yeah, it. Then yeah. you get the more reputation. Not only do I not want to go play in Siberia of NBA, but you also, you're a bunch of a-holes and D-bags okay, who I can't so and won't work with. I, I get I get this, the theory that, yeah. hey, you're, you're screwed if you do this. You're screwed if you do this. You're, you're, they're screwed either way. You and are. I think I you think are. you're doing more if you say, "Hey, hold out," and you hold out for three weeks, and Dame will go, "Yeah, trade me to Utah," and then I'll play there for a year, and then I'll ask for a trade out. But you can't, like, I get it. If he wants to go back and go, "Hey, we'll nullify the years on this contract and we'll restart," that's one thing. But you cannot ask for this supermax contract knowing full well two years ago you were never going to stay in Portland. I agree. There was zero chance you were going to stay. No, nope. but you wanted the money, and then when you want out. You want to screw the team on the way out? Yeah. No, I, I agree. Because if he goes to Utah and they get all the picks and they get fair value for him, even though it's somewhat still less, he's that's fair. And you go, cool, let's move both on. But to say you have to take Tyler Hero's bad contract. He just doesn't want to end his career in Utah. No, it, well, he doesn't want it. He wants what he wants. He wants his cake and eat it too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't want to be in Utah. And so if we're going to say that all these other guys are bad guys, Dame Lillard is a bad guy. He is doing this where he is – purposefully going out to ruin a small market franchise because he wants a shot to do to hang out with his friends, hang out in Miami, and he wants all the money. I, I would say, I'm not going to go say he's a bad guy. I but don't mean like in I know, general. I, know, I, know. I know what you mean. I, I, think, I think it's fair to say that we are... We are classifying him as being loyal. That's his yes. terms out there. And I think Patrick was like, he's not that loyal. Like, no. y'all, he ain't that loyal. He's going to score on the way out. His actions, his, his words say he's loyal, but the actions yeah. say he's not that loyal. So I agree. I'm with you. No. Yeah. To have, a, to, have a, to have a girlfriend that doesn't cheat on you for 10 years 
and then 11 years be like, I'm leaving you and keeping the house <laughs> for this better looking man. By the way, you got to get out and I got you fired. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, Yeah, I really don't know how this thing is going to end now. That's cuz now Dame Dame is basically, I mean, that's kind of the nuclear option for him to say I'm not playing for anybody but Miami. Period. Yeah. And I don't know what Portland does with that and I don't know I'm with you. I, I wonder if Adam Silver is thinking to himself, "All right, we got to we got to shift the balance of power a little bit here and we can't have this what was supposed to be an incentive for players to stay with the, you know, the the small market teams now turn into kind of the uh, an albatross. So that was well, something yeah, so that's imploding. Yeah, because now you're paying them, you're putting <laughs> this, and then you have to take contract back. Yeah, exactly. Like it's to actually make it work. You. So Way now you got to take on this bad contracts you don't want. Man. Yeah, I mean, and that was, and it's also that thing of there's no tampering. But Bradley Beal's thing to fill uh, to oh. Phoenix was also that. Uh, Phoenix's like general manager is related to Bradley Beal's agent. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so there was this whole thing of just say we're the only team you'll go to, and then we have every single chip in the book, and we'll go. We'll give you what we can. But that's like, hey, I'm the only person here to uh, buy cars today. I got twenty dollars in my wallet. Like, well, that's Alexis. I got twenty dollars <laughs> in my wallet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's you have to give it to me now. You that, that's, make that it, work that's for me. Crazy. No, yeah. he's. Uh, I ain't, I'm not. Gonna, I, I did not think Dame was going to play this kind of hardball, but it is pretty clear that he's willing yeah. to. Uh, he's going to blow it all up. And I, I'm with you. I think Dame Lillard is going to end up playing. I don't think there's any way he doesn't play basketball, no matter how it works out. But uh, that definitely puts the uh, Portland Trailblazers in a very, very difficult position. I, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. I just think it's. I just think that throughout these years and. I understand where Patrick's coming from, but at the end of the day, the front office can make the decision to trade a player. They got rid of C.J. McCollum. You know what I'm saying? And that was Dang's partner. Like, they was in it to win it the entire time, and those both, both of them were saying that they wanted to stay, and they wanted to win in Portland. But now he wants to leave, and I'm not going to say a scorched earth, but, I mean, I've done it all here. I've been here 11 years, and we haven't won anything. Time to move and on. I've been one of the best players in the league for a very long time. Ah, I, I just I just look at it a little bit different way. No, no, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I see Dame's side, no yeah. question about it, and I understand this is this is this is business. This ain't personal. No, and I think you know some fans are taking it personally. I think Portland may take this personally, but there's no doubt for in Patrick's uh, point of view is that the perception is that man Dame Lily's so damn loyal, man. Now mm. you know they, they they've been doing them dirty and they haven't been building a champion around them. All those things may be true, but him being loyal. Um, maybe he's not as loyal as we all, you know. Right, right. Made that's very fair, and that's very fair. Which is, which, you yeah. know what? Yeah, by the way, there ain't no loyalty in this game no, anymore. Not anymore. It's 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 misplaced most of the time. Yeah. So yeah, I no, I, no, and I, I I get it. It's it's just this theory. It's the thing of when the agents go and say there's no trade value. We I'm demanding a trade to one team, and this is how we're going to screw up the NBA. Because it has a good competitive balance. Teams are going up and down. By the way, small market teams, you can never win. Right. And that this is another sign of small market teams getting screwed and blamed for the fact that they're a small market team. And it's like, dude, you were the sixth pick. Dude, five other teams could have picked you. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They believed in you then. They believed in you when they paid you every contract. They, It's not a one-sided thing that they haven't put everything into you. And to be treated like they continuously screwed you over and you're allowed to now do whatever you want and you get a free pass. And if you're in my if you're 
In the East, you got to be pissed off to go, wait, Miami gets a free one? Pat Riley somehow pulls off another trade for a superstar for undervalue like he did with Shaq and won a title? Mm -hmm. That Pat Riley somehow has this ability to not care about the rules? (laughs) Well, Pat Riley's good at circumventing the rules. He is. No, he does. But it's it's just frustrating to see somebody completely uh, try and throw away everything that it means and not care about the city of Portland, not care about the fans, and then claim they're loyal. Texter here says, talk with the Spurs, Portland. We did play the sound of Ramona Shelburne yesterday mm-hmm. saying the Spurs, even if they're a third team that's involved in a Miami-Portland uh, transaction or trade with Dame Lillard, they could be because they have a lot of assets and uh, you know, and people obviously want draft picks. They got draft picks. They yep. got assets. Uh, Ramona Shelburne even went as far to say that it, it could potentially, it's even out there, that it could be a straight-up trade between the Spurs and Portland because Dame Lillard really likes the Spurs. But now we know Dame Lillard don't like the Spurs as much because he ain't going to play for nobody right. except Miami. Except Miami. So he don't like them that much. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, the Spurs, they have been mentioned as one of those uh, other teams that could be involved here. Let's talk about the Dallas Mavs, guys, because they made a move yesterday, and I think everybody, university, is applauding the move uh, to trade for Grant Williams. It was acquired uh, from Boston a three-team trade involving the Spurs. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, they got a you know uh, they got a three-point shooter. Also, is some people's uh, basically estimation is one of the best defensive players in the league. The, one of the big complaints about the Dallas Mavs is they don't have enough guys who are willing defenders who prioritize defense, and that is uh, Jason Kidd's identity as a coach Mm -hmm. he's always uh, prioritizing defense Uh, they get Grant Williams um, who can obviously bolster their defense a little bit too and you go look at the moves that the Dallas Mavs have made um, and you go think about it they basically came into the offseason with that number 10 pick overall and that 2027 first round pick and now they basically have turned that into Getting Derek Derek Lively the second and Omax Prosper in the draft. They got uh, Rashawn Holmes. Remember that was that part of that trade. Yep. Uh, they ju- they just picked up Seth Curry, another shooter, helped them spread the floor. Uh, they got Grant Williams via a trade too. Mavs are making some uh, some good moves, some quality moves. I like it. I like the fact Luka. that they are making that move because of the fact that they need help around Luca. You got Kyrie Irving coming back, who is, is is obviously going to be a lot more focused now. I don't know to the depths of how long he's going to play because, you know, Kyrie makes some decisions mm-hmm. and sometimes he's not there for it. But Grant Williams is a guy that you want. He's a, what, 3 and D guy, and he's definitely a tougher uh kind of guy that you want around your team. He's going to play hard defense. We already know the situation with Luka and Kyrie. They don't really play a lot of defense, and you've been missing those types of players. So for the Maverick fans, I know that they seem to be a little bit more excited about the fact that they got Grant Williams. Yeah, it adds toughness to a Mavericks team. That's what they want. They want to be tougher. Uh, it's a shame the Tybo thing fell through because that's another really that's tough another defensive player. Too, yeah. uh, Portland mm-hmm. matches on him, though. And for the Spurs part in it, they get Reggie Bullock, who is a veteran, kind of help him out, but he's 32 years old. He's on an expiring contract. It's over at the end of the year. Another guy that will give them more cap space this offseason. And they get a 20-30 pick swap with Dallas, which if we're going on the record of when Luka is a free agent in 2027, <laughs> so two years after that when he demands his trade after signing his Supermax, It'll be 2029 <laughs> and 2030, the Spurs will have a pick swap with them. So if you're the Spurs, 2030 is a decent year to have the Mavericks pick. Duh. Man. How now, old, I, I, by the way, Mavs fans, I don't want that. That's why I'm ranting and raving about Dame Lillard now is I think that's BS. I don't want that for you. <laughs> but if you look at the trend right now, 
He signs his second deal in 2027. Just went through it. And then 2029, he will demand a trade. 2030, the Spurs have the pick. Just saying, if you're looking at it that way, if you're a Spurs fan. <laughs> and Wimby no. will be what? By that time, 26 or something? Yeah. <laughs> He'll be, 20, yeah. he'll, be tw- like he'll be 22. He'll be 22. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but that's that's that. You get that pick swap out of it, too, for taking on a contract and making the trade viable. It's a great deal for the Spurs, too. It is a good deal for the Spurs, but we're not shocked. The Spurs make good deals. That's what they do. Um, yeah, everybody's worried about that small market stuff, except the Spurs. It affects them, but they've found ways to be uh, almost immune to some of the issues that affect small market teams because they've been run so well. They made so many great decisions, trades. Also, Lady Luck has helped them in the lottery. That also helps. Uh, but they just—they've been—they've been doing really good. And now, because of Wimby, once again, they don't have to worry about some of the same issues as small market teams like Portland. Because Wimby, his whole entire life has always wanted to be a San Antonio Spur. It was yeah. his dream. Whose dream is it to be a Spur? Nothing against the Spurs, but usually you dream about being a Laker yeah. or you know, a Celtic. You know whose dream usually is? Guys like me. Exactly. Not going to help you win a lot of games. <laughs> like you, like you, you don't dream about being a Spur, but that's what he always <laughs> wanted to be. So they don't have to worry about that anymore either. So uh, that's the uh, the Mavs. I like the Mavs. And by the way, they they brought back Kyrie. It's probably the biggest move. And yep. I've, I've heard, Harge, unfortunately, they are bringing back Dwight Powell. He's coming back. He's coming back, man. Man, hey, Mavs fans. He's coming back. What do we no. got to do? What is who does he have something over He's in the Mavs office? I don't know. And they they got they're bringing in big men, but they're yeah, still keeping they're keeping out. him. They are man. They like yeah. him. They like him a lot. He want him to teach him the ways of the Mavericks <laughs> way. <laughs> he wants to be that guy. Oh man, uh, <laughs> he's a good culture guy. He, uh, uh, is he a good coach? I don't know. Oh, That's what I'm saying. They're trying to keep him I around. I thought you were being serious. I was like, oh, maybe he's a good culture guy. That makes sense. That's why they kept him around. He's definitely smart. He did go to Stanford. Oh, so they yeah, got to keep that, that basketball IQ yeah, in there. So that might have to be part of it. Uh, Mo Bamba, gentlemen. I know it's been a lot of talk about Mo Bamba, um, but he agreed on a one-year deal with Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I, I thought there were some other teams I thought maybe interested in Mo Bamba. I know that the I, Bulls wanted him. And I thought he was going to go to Houston, to be quite honest with you. Houston could have used the team I was going to bring up. And Dallas is a name that came up a bunch. It came up in the trade deadline last year. It came up before he got cut that they should trade for him. They need another big, and they did not go for him. They did not make the move. And I get that he is not the strongest defender, and if you're trying to just bring in toughness right now, that's the thing is you didn't want to bring in a guy that you feel you have to convince to play defense. I get it. But if you don't want to try and develop players, then you shouldn't be a head coach in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You, that is a huge part, of, especially if you're if you're Dallas and have not gotten a top free agent. You got mm-hmm. Luka Doncic. You got to develop some players. I thought he had the skills. You want to do that? He's going to go to Philadelphia, play behind uh, Joel Embiid. It's a good pickup yeah, for them. Smart, and he'll get to have fun with Pat Bev in Philadelphia. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Pat Bev. Uh, but also, if you look at what Philadelphia is doing, I believe that's another one year deal. Philadelphia is making a lot of cap room for next season. Mm-hmm. What's the plan, you think? I think they're open to trying to get another guy or trying to but they're trying not to take on any other contracts. They also have mm-hmm. not extended Tyrese Maxey because they don't want his big number to be there until after the fact so they can try and get somebody else and then extend him over the bird rights. There there's a lot that they're working on, but if you see a lot of these veteran minimum deals that are being signed, they're signing them with one year with a player option on the second or a two-year deal or trying to sign something like that with a lot of the guys they're signing their one-year deals because they I think they want to clear a lot of their books after next season. Is it based on the new CBA just kind of seeing how it affects things? I, I think it is. It I think plays? it's Daryl Morey being a couple steps ahead and being like, look, we know 
we're either we're going to make it next year and we're winning a title, we'll and I can, in. Yeah. And, and then I can re-sign everybody, yeah. or we're going to rebuild, or yeah. we know we're not there and we're going to have to move some things, but we'll have cap flexibility, and that gives you so many more options. Yeah, I agree with that because I, I think a lot of teams are either in all-in phase or it's like, are we rebuilding? Yeah. All in or rebuild? Are we going all in or are we rebuilding? Because I, I don't a lot know of people if people are saying rebuild. Yeah, because the new CBA, I don't know if it's going to allow you to stay in the middle that middle ground and for too long. I mean, I, well, I mean, it's you just have to hit the you have to pay the floor. But the Spurs are playing the floor this year by paying Devontae Graham yeah. eight million dollars. The now they're playing Reggie Bullock like nine million dollars. Yeah. It's like you can get guys and and hit the floor pretty easily and not compete. Yeah, uh, but. You you do want to if you're the 76ers and you have an MVP on your team, you all in. You your window time. Your yeah. your window's open. You have your guy just won MVP, so you yeah. gotta you gotta put some stuff in. I totally agree with that. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, just uh, about the uh, the Rockets, I was looking at them. The Rockets, remember they they had a uh, like 60 million to spend, and a lot of the money they spent was because they had to reach that floor of the, uh, right. the salary cap floor of the new CBA too. So they're out there, but also they still got about 12 million in cap space. They asked, uh, sorry, the Rockets do. So, oh, they still may be out there to make a little move. I don't know what great free agents are left. I think P.J. Washington might be the best free agent left. P.J. Washington. Is he still out there? The I mean, he, uh, no, but yeah, there's not. Yeah. Gonna there's, there's, he, it ain't out. He's going to be like the, the running back position. They're going to wait till the last minute to <laughs> well, sign that, him. Like, that, that shows you about the market yeah, that he may exactly. be the best remaining free agent. I don't know if he is or not, but yeah. he may be the best. Uh, all right, there's a little NBA discussion there. We come back. Uh, we'll get into uh, Texas basketball commitment. Also give you the latest on the Wimby Britney Spears, <laughs> uh, Vegas controversy. Yep, that's a real thing. We'll give you the updates on the other side, right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104 down the horn. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. New theme Thursday. The idealionaire Patrick Davis plays uh, songs and selections that's supposed to provide clues and hints to Harge and I about the new theme of the day. And it's all about kissing, smooching, the international kissing day is today. And my man Patrick playing all songs that reference a uh, little lip lock well, yeah. going that, on. And that and then, you know, this is kiss. Ah, uh, so you didn't have to. Oh, the band, the not band. the song. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah, That's good. Like this kiss. This kiss have a song about kissing. I, bet, I mean, they got lick it up. Oh, well, I don't know if that's not necessarily about kissing. Yeah, that's about as close as I think I can get. It's on my head. I was saying, we kiss, that could mean a lot of things. So. Oh, yes, it could. Because kiss is wild. Kiss is wild. Uh, all right. Also, something that's wild, the Wimby Mania. Oh, I am I am loving this, man. So if you haven't heard, guys, uh, folks out there listening, there's been a bit of a controversy with Wimby in Las Vegas. So apparently... Britney Spears, her entourage, and Wimby's entourage and security detail were both trying to frequent the restaurant catch in Vegas. And Britney, who we learned apparently is a Victor Winbenyama fan, she tried to approach Victor, tried to penetrate the security detail, and asked for a photo, a selfie, whatever. She claimed she tapped him on the back, or at least this story says she tapped him on the back of the right shoulder. And at that time, TMZ is reporting that the director of team security for the San Antonio Spurs um, basically backhanded her, is what they claim, causing her to fall to the ground, knocking off her glasses. Uh, They updated their story to say that the 
security detail member, head of the security detail, director of security detail for the Spurs was Damian Smith. And allegedly he is the one that uh, allegedly hit or backhanded Britney Mm -hmm. Spears. Uh, They also claim that he did go over to their table. The, after the incident ran down, apparently the security guy did go over to the table of Britney Spears after she composed herself, um, and they basically he said he apologized. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, apparently there was a security or a police report filed by her people, by Britney Spears' people, and the TMZ report is claiming that there will be um, a criminal investigation. Because um, they're going to take it very seriously. That's the update here. And then Wimby responded by saying, basically, I didn't know who it was. I was being told to keep moving by my security. I didn't even know till like, like two, three hours later in my room yep. that, first of all, somebody had been hit. And then that it was indeed Britney Spears who had been hit. Right. So Wimby did nothing in this. So it's Wimby all about the security. It's yeah. all about the security. It's not Wimby's fault. He was ushered out. It was all this. But Britney Spears came back and said, "I'm gonna give you the whole statement now because I read you part of it before. Now I'm gonna give you the whole statement. Traumatic experiences are not are not new to me, and I've had my fair share of them. I was not prepared for what happened to me last night." I recognized an athlete in my hotel lobby, her hotel lobby, by the way, (laughs) as I was heading to dinner. I later went to a restaurant at a different hotel and I saw him again. I decided to approach him and congratulate him on his success. (laughs) It was really loud. So I tapped him, her words. So I tapped him on the shoulder to get his attention. My question, Brittany, was he sitting down? Because if he was standing up, he's seven foot five. I don't know if you would have been able to get there. (laughs) But I digress. I am aware that the player's statement where he mentions, I grabbed him from behind, quote, end quote. But I simply tapped him on the shoulder. shoulder. His security then backhanded me in the face without looking back in front of a crowd, nearly knocking me down and causing my glasses off my face. See, I'm confused about that. She said, and causing my glasses off my face. She meant to come off her face. Yeah, knock them off. Knock them off. I get swarmed by people all the time. In fact, that night, I was swarmed by a group of 20, at least 20 fans. My security team did not hit them. This story is super embarrassing to share with the world, but it's out there already. However... I think it's important to share this story and to urge people in the public eye to set an example and treat all people with respect. Physical violence is happening way too much in this world, often behind closed doors. I stand with all the victims and my heart goes out to all of you. I've yet to get a public apology from the player, uh-huh. his security, or his organization. <laughs> now, that's crazy security. But I hope they will. Right. You stated. The TMZ story stated that. He that they apologized. went back over there and that's apologized what, to him. And it's said. been out there for a while. Okay. I cherish the tremendous amount of love and support I've been receiving at this moment. Thank you to the Las Vegas PD and the detectives for their support. Wimby claims he was grabbed. She said she tapped. Yes. You're saying. On the shoulder. You're saying you believe Wimby's account more than her because she's 5'4", he's 7'3", and how the hell are you tapping tapping on the shoulder? shoulder? Without being aggressive because you're going to have to jump up there. And And how did you get the space? You got to work through the security detail. You got to finagle your way through that group and penetrate that group first. Well, unless someone else may have grabbed him 
two seconds later or somewhere else. Like he was walking through a crowd. Multiple people could have grabbed him. That's and he could have been like, I felt to grab. Yeah. And that wasn't her. Yep. She could have touched. It could all be true. This is the point of, you can tell, hers is from a storyline where she is a central character in the story of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where I was doing this, and I went up to someone who clearly had a security detail pushing him through a crowd and went, now's a good time to approach him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, that part boggles my mind if you've been in the, in the business as long as you have been like, oh, no, when he sits down, uh, I'll go tell my waiter or whatever. We're going to the same restaurant. So I'll go tell him, like, hey, uh, is Victor Mignogna? Hey, tell the, send them a drink from Britney Spears, and then we'll meet. We'll do this whole thing. Because I'm an adult, and that's how we deal with things. But if I see security detail, if I see Rod Babers with a security detail pushing him down a hallway, I'm going to be like, Rod, Rod, we got to talk now. Rod, Rod, Rod. Rod. I'm going to know. Oh, man, I'll text him later because he seems pretty busy. And she should be used to that because yes. she often yes. has security detail, yes. which she just admitted in the statement that Harge read. And also, we did not play, but earlier we did. We didn't play it this segment. There was a witness that was interviewed by TMZ who claims that Britney Spears did indeed use a British accent the entire time Yes. while trying to get the attention of Victor Wimbayama, even after she was slapped in the face and her glasses were thrown off of her face or knocked off of her face, she said, this is effing America in a British accent. Hey, man, she got to stay in character. That is a, that, to me, she stayed in character. That's the biggest mystery, and I need yeah. more details about that. <laughs> I also will say if she wasn't, Using the British accent, which I think she uses so she can be incognito and people won't notice her. Yeah, uh, she wearing like, like a wig. Yeah, so she's a British accent. And it's like, if you'd just been acting like Britney, maybe we'd have recognized Britney. Yeah, you should have been singing to him. British Britney, we don't recognize. I <laughs> know who British, British Britney is, Britney. man. That's I, wild. I do also love, she's like, my security has never hit anyone. And her security is like, oh, we hit a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. yes, you yes, just didn't know about it. We hit a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you got hit as bad as we have hit some people. They just haven't yeah. been famous, Britney. We slapped yeah. a lot of people. They just ain't yeah. famous. Hey, man, there's been some perverts <laughs> yes. around you that we have removed and dealt with properly. <laughs> oh man! Oh, that is that story is fantastic. It is, and it's uh, going to keep going too because my, the game is tomorrow night. Don't forget. Ooh, we still have he's, got, he's got multiple games in. Well, it's yeah. sold out, Rod. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brittany can get tickets. Hey, Brittany. We don't know, right? We don't know on, which Brittany is it. Uh, Was she trying it, to talk to him? It, in it a, ain't British Brittany. In that no, we need we need because, pop, we need Pop Brittany. Yeah, pop, pop Princess Brittany. I like that one. Uh, you have the tickets for the game tomorrow for Victor Wenbinyama's debut, one hundred eighty-six dollars on average, and he's the highest ticket price for his summer league debut, six hundred and seventeen dollars, gentlemen. Wow, that's a lot of money. I'm to gonna go watch, watch it on play. ESPN. Don't it come on eight o'clock? Yeah, yeah. 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 that'll be cool. the safest way to watch it, and it's all in the budget. Uh, I will say <laughs> this: I guarantee we will see Britney Spears at a Spurs game next year. You think I, I don't I don't know if it's a home game though, man. I'm really? telling you. No, she's gonna be in Dallas. Mark Cuban's getting her, dude. Mark Cuban's gonna get her. <laughs> the fuel mass and do you think I was just gonna say, do you think the Spurs fans are gonna let her come there after they trying to they they feel like he's being railroaded right now? Because okay. it wasn't even his fault. I think the Spurs may invite her just as a public relations, you know, kind of uh, olive branch of sorts. I, I will I will tell you this for sure. The Coyote's going to do a sketch about it. Yes, exactly. One hundred percent. The oh, Coyote yeah, is going to get grabbed oh, by somebody. And we already know what the song will be. Thanks, Texter. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> oh my yeah, goodness! Yeah, we know it. We there, know, you know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap it <laughs> up and put good. it in the oven. <laughs> what the five fingers say to the face? Slam! <laughs> we'll be right back. This is Baldo Live. Wonderful dot org. Papa Top again. You mind if I? 
have some of your tasty beverage to wash this path? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's... That is... Pop a top again. All right, welcome back to All Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Time to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Before we do, we'll let you know what's on tap, guys. Real quick before we tell everybody what's on tap, can I just bring up this story real quick? Y'all know that white party that uh, Michael Rubin threw where all the celebrities were there? I mean, uh-huh. everybody who was anybody who was at this mm-hmm. white party. You know who kicked it at the white party, reportedly? The GOAT Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian. Oh. Yeah, sources alleged that the duo was seen during the day on the beach together mm-hmm. and dancing again at night. Oh, man. An insider claim Tom Brady is just, this is a crazy quote. How about this, guys? It's an insider claim that the NFL uh, legend Tom Brady is just Kim Kardashian's type. His, what are you talking about? Just her type. She dated Kanye, uh, what's his name, Humphreys, was it Chris She Chris dated Humphreys? everybody from Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush? What do you mean? Tom Br- everybody's her Ray type. Ray J. If you're famous and you got money, you are Kim's type. What you're talking about, Tom? Of course he's her type. He's got money and he's famous. That's her type. Man. She ain't dated no just regular jabroni. I ain't saying she a gold oh. digger, but she ain't messing with no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why Kanye made that song. Come on, man. <laughs> that is crazy. Oh, okay, are we rooting for this or against it? We need to know. For or against Tom Brady and Kim, not not I'm marrying each other. I'm all, in. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. So I want to see. I'm it. All, I want to see how. See look, if it I keeps him, see him, if it keeps him further away from me having to listen to him talk on <laughs> sports, right? And I look again. I'll tell you. I think this guy's gonna have great insight. I cannot stand his voice. Oh, he's going. Oh yeah. He's, he, I think it's next year, right? He's gonna start yeah. up in it. Yeah. So you so know, go get, possibly. Get a, get They're still scandal. trying to figure out too. Yeah. I think he's gonna his... take one year off and then he's gonna start up. Then he's gonna do it. But you know, he said he was gonna be with his kids, but he's gonna be. Keeping up with the Kardashians, exactly. Yeah. Oh, he's and all her on that show. Oh, for sure. Ooh, him and Tristan. You know Tristan, Dirty Dog is still on that show. Oh, Dirty Dog is he still in checks, the game. Collecting bro. them checks. Hey, Tristan, he's playing the long game. We are all missing for. He's playing the long game here, man. He know what he doing. He know what he's doing. Miss Parker, why the girls, know what is that why doing? the girls like him because he plays the long game? We'll end it on that note. All right, what's on tap for you today, Harge? I'm going to watch the Rangers are taking on the Red Sox right now in Fenway, and it's a tie ball game, one-to-one, and I'm going to go home and finish uh, watching the Astros play tonight, too. Astros! I like that. Patrick, what about you? What's on tap, brother? Uh, Ends and serious. Nice! Tonight at 8 o'clock, I'm sure I'll yell more about Dame Lillard. (laughs) It just seems like it's going to happen. Are you going to talk about Wimby and Britney Spears? I'm sure it'll come up. Come on! I know my co-host texted me this morning, hey, look at this. I got got so many texts this morning. People just loving the show. I'm like, Wimby didn't do anything. And the Spurs fans are loving it, right? Spurs fans are into this. I don't know. I think some are. I think some of us are a little protective right now. Like, come on, man. And Wimby, you're trying to drag his name through the mud already. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. He did nothing. Spurs security guy. By the way, I want to know if this security guy, like, how much, I don't know, how much burden he's going to have on him now. Unemployed. 
Because yeah, because even if he did it on accident, now the, the question is, did he escalate it? Did it did it need? Do you need yeah, to? Yeah, that video. That video is going to be big. It's, it's going to be no. big. You know yes. there's video, and you know there's got to be fan video of it too. Oh no doubt. If he's walking through. With someone's Brittany got their phone and out. Victor. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm surprised they haven't even hit the hit the web yet. Oh, like, I yeah. wonder. Somebody going to get TMZ that. TMZ be they're asking high prices at TMZ. You're right. They probably it probably TMZ probably confiscated everybody's phones. It was like, you know what? We will pay <laughs> we will pay big money to whoever got that footage. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm watching a show uh, with Seth Rogen on Apple called. Uh, platonic not bad it's not a bad show it's a comedy With Seth Rogen yeah and there's I think I've seen previews it, of yes. it where it's, it's like um, it's with the best lady friend from, yes it's lady yeah. from uh, yeah. from uh, what's what's the name of the movie uh, the one that he was in from well, Bridesmaids the woman from Bridesmaids oh, a British okay. woman yeah she's in it too well I think she's funny. also in in uh, another show with him she might be yeah, yeah she no, was his right. wife you could be right about that. She was his wife because they were living next door to the college kids, Zach Efron and oh, all of them. Oh, you're right about Rose that. Burn. Yes. Rose Byrne. Yes. yes. Rose Byrne is her name. Yes, yes. you're right. You're right. It's neighbors or something like yeah, that. Neighbors. Yeah, neighbors. Yes. Good job. Good job. Yep. Uh, all right. I want to thank you guys out there for listening and all your participation. Remember, the revolution will be televised right here on Baldwin Live. We love you guys. Mean that. Peace.